gore fiends and horror hounds from the very beginning of this podcast there's been one movie in contention with me greg of the dead and brett from dimension z and that is today's episode ladies and gentlemen and everyone else it's about goddamn time we are covering predator you motherfucker (laughs) joined with me is brett from dimension z you son of a bitch well no that's See, I do not have my Dimension Z title this week. Why? I was stripped of it. Why were you stripped of your title? Because I'm not sh- talking about a horror movie this week. I'm talking about an action movie, so the council got oh, mad Oh, don't me. even try, because you know we have a biopic coming up for Throbtober. We've done crime movies. Don't even try this shit. <laughs> this counts as much as all those. The council got mad at me, so this week I am just Brett... They said nope. by next week I will have my Dimension Z status back. I'm going to go delete your name out of that future biopic episode then. <laughs> no, you forget who does the editing on this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, episode 99. I was so excited. I wanted to do it for 100, and you, you put your oh, foot down on that. Fuck no. There's no fucking way that episode 100 is going to be a non-horror movie. It's not even listed as horror under Letterbox. Well, I thought you would bring that up, and I have IMDb handy. Genre. Horror. Yeah. That's why I use Letterbox. <laughs> and I, if, if we want to do this, because I have my defenses ready before, because I know what sure. you're going to bring up. Okay. If you may recall an episode a long time ago, Vulgar, do you recall this episode? Yeah. Do you know what that's not listed under Juarez it's list- on IMDb. It's listed under horror on Letterbox. Exactly. So if we're going to pick and choose, we have to allow but both. Vulgar the precedent is way- has been set. Vulgar is an up way more of horror than this is. Still, we have set the precedent. If it's counted on one of them, we can cover it. Well, just so you know, I am powerless in this episode, which is why I- Greg had to intro. I-, I was about ready to walk off the show if we didn't get to this soon. <laughs> All right, so real for real though, what did you think watching it? I mean, honestly, it's been since I was probably in elementary school that I actually watched this movie because I remember me and my buddy did like a double feature of like Alien and Predator. And I remember we both loved Alien and we were both bored to death by Predator. And it happened again. Really? Yeah. Nothing happens. What do you mean nothing happens? Dude, uh, so like... Look, one, I, I don't like doing the Alien comparison just because they had the Versus movie. It's like Freddy and Jason. I don't really like comparing them that much because they're both their own thing. Yeah. But in comparison to Alien, I think way more happens than Predator, to be honest. There's a bunch of, like, sci-fi bullshit of the landing on the Forbidden Planet and there was a race of giant aliens here. Hmm, yeah. let's do science and cargo freighting. Oh, I'm like, you mean backstory? Me. You mean, like, s- subtext to make you care about what's going on? Not, oh, big macho man, go run around in forest with muscles. What is that? Must beat with club. <laughs> Dude, that's all I need. Oh. I care way more about this. No, it's just, I, I can't believe also, this movie is like an hour and 45 minutes long. What the fuck? too short oh it's 
what there and there is no story whatsoever. It's literally like put giant muscle meat men in the jungle or the like woods and have them fight something that for most of the movie you don't even ever see. You're you're doing this all wrong. There's plenty of story. They're a rescue team of mercenaries. No. They don't do combat and attacks. And that bastard Carl Weathers Dylan tricked them into going into a combat zone to get intel on an enemy. There's plenty of story here. That they immediately take care of within like half an hour of the movie. And then they wander around for a while. And then at the very end, you get, ah, kill me! Dude, oh, we'll get there. I, I don't want to <laughs> drop all my favorite things now. But just know, this is an absolute joy for me. Predator is legitimately maybe a top five, but definitely oh. like a top ten movie of all time. Like, not just horror movie, not 80s movie, just movie of all time for me. Me and you see eye to eye on so much stuff. I do not get your love for this. Oh, I love it. Hey. You like Veronica. Uh, that's what I was about to say. I now know <laughs> how you felt during Veronica, but at least that's a good movie, and it's by Danzig. <laughs> oh my god, it's a terrible movie. It makes me mad at Danzig. I want to skin my Misfits tattoo off. <laughs> it's a lot better than this. Oh my god, no. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. There's one thing in this movie that I really wish they would have did differently, and it's this very beginning, oh, honestly, like okay. the very first a, shot. A, a bad thing about the movie? Yes. Yeah, I, I will say, I'll be fair on here. And we see a spaceship, you know, the Predator ship, and it yeah. shoots the pod to Earth, like with the Predator that's going to be doing the hunting. Mm-hmm. And I almost wish we didn't see that. Oh, that's the only, like, kind of cool part is because they're in space. At the very beginning, oh, no, it kind of... I agree that, yeah. It starts to trick you of, like, oh, maybe this will be a cool space movie. No, we're immediately just dropped off into the woods, which is what every bad C-level movie does that has no budget. Go to the woods! Shoot guns around! <laughs> it's free, um, what's it called... Production value, it's, woods. Yeah. But the reason why is not because I don't like the ship or anything, because I think it's awesome, especially like when you watch all the Predator movies, you know, get as much yeah. backstory and stuff. But the reason I don't like it is because, similar to Child's Play, you remember how I was saying, like, it's almost like they could have did a not let us know if it's Chucky or Andy the whole time? Uh-huh. I almost feel like they were setting it up to be like, is it really like a super high-tech, just enemy, like, army thing? the whole time but we know we're like oh no we saw him come to earth and everything like it and then the rest of the movie though acts like a what is it but we already know it's an alien wish (laughs) yeah i almost wish that scene wasn't there not because i don't like it but just for that reason i could see what you mean of like it would be maybe more suspenseful if you didn't know but at the very beginning it's like oh it's an alien so i guess the big suspense is like what does it look like but who cares yeah, exactly. You get a lot of that, and that only works for a first-time watch anyway. So yeah. at this point, it doesn't, but just looking back, that's an odd choice, if you ask me. But shoots pod to Earth, that's just our opening, and then we're introduced to our crew, led by Dutch Arnold Schwarzenegger himself. Dude, I never realized how much of my daily road rage dialogue I steal from <laughs> Predator. What the and dude, I do in the oh, Arnold no! voice. Yes, Anna fucking hates it. When a car's <laughs> taking too long to turn in front of me, what are you waiting for? Come on! Do it! Do it now! Every time. <laughs> but uh, we meet Dutch and his crew. 
by the way, two former governors in this movie and two WWE Hall of Famers in this movie. Oh it's fucking insane. The fact that there is two elected officials in Predator shows you. <laughs> and the fact, there's a little behind the scenes thing. I saw an interview, I think it was with the director, and he's like, I hated when they both became governors because Jesse Ventura was calling me complaining about Arnold's policies and why they're wrong and vice versa. <laughs> and like all of a sudden I made a movie and I'm dealing with two like governors yelling at each other. <laughs> That's hilarious. But they arrived where they need to be. We get Dylan, you son of a bitch. Dylan's Carl Weathers. And we get, you've seen this meme, even if you didn't realize it. The two giant muscle-bound arms gripping hands, that's this movie. That's where the meme's from. Yeah, and they're both wearing shirts that are, like, two sizes too small. I mean, do they really make a shirt that's Arnold size? They have to. I've seen Sigmund 600-pound life, and Stephen Asante has a t-shirt his size. Arnold can find a t-shirt. Yeah, Arnold's not wearing a couch that they skinned for a shirt, though. Come on. <laughs> I also, It's just so much of just, like, this entire movie has the strongest direction of, like, Arnold lands, he's in the shadows, his muscles are gleaming, he's smoking a cigar, he's just like, I'm the coolest person in the entire world, and he goes sauntering in, like... Oh, you know exactly. The rest of the crew gets off, and he stands behind just for that fashionably late dramatic entrance. It's great. Yeah. But quick question. Is this the manliest movie ever made? Yeah, probably. I mean, the, there technically has to be a woman in it, so that they all can kind of look at the woman at some point. So it's like, okay, uh, there's a case of the not gays. There's a case of the not. No one's gay here. We all like that woman, even though we're all <laughs> giant muscle men in the jungle and we sweat together. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is the best. Or there's also but... the guy that constantly tells like pussy jokes like, oh, my girlfriend has the biggest pussy. It's like, oh, yeah, that you're it's another case of the. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not gay. He's talking about pussy. Well, I'm glad you brought that guy up, because it can get me to this story now. That guy's Shane Black, who would later go on to direct The Predator. Hmm. But he's more of a writer and director than an actor. And they brought him in to try to get him to do punch-up on the script and everything. It was kind of their ulterior motive to bring him in. But they brought him in, he's like, no, I'm not doing that. I was brought in as an actor. That's what I'm here to do. And so they killed him first. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's why he's the first of the main crew to go. Also, that's something I was thinking, like watching this movie if you're the predator don't you want to take out the strongest first while you're the strongest and save the weakest for last like why does he take out no, the weakest and save it. yeah but why <laughs> that's just what they do it's like a it's not and do not bring up know, the thing of food. it's a sport because he cheats oh it's but i guarantee just like how people say hunting is a sport no it's not a fucking sport i mean do what you do, but don't call it a sport. But yeah, in that same vein, that's what it is to them. Like, they, they're going out, like, trophy hunting. Well, that's the same as, like, okay, so I go out hunting deer, and I shoot at the deer and miss it. So now I take out, uh, take out a grenade and explode myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, if the deer dropped a log on you and you're bleeding to death, oh, yes. A per I have that later, too. A perfectly cut log. 
Yes, we'll get there. Um, but we get the whole dialogue that's kind of important about Arnold. We're a rescue team, not assassins. So they're going in to rescue these POWs. But um, they're happy to kill as soon as they're allowed to. They're like, oh, look, oh, yeah. there's the other people. Let's kill everybody except for this one woman. I guess this entire camp had one woman. They didn't kill any other women or children during this thing. I mean, I didn't see any, so I think so. Okay, so it's just this poor woman. <laughs> um, then we get the chopper ride, and like you said, we get the pussy jokes. We get the Jesse Ventura like spitting uh, chew juice on Carl Weathers' boot, and he's been like, "That's a dirty habit," and he's like, "Ha ha ha." He says, it'll make you a sexual Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get that tattooed on me somewhere. God. <laughs> Can we get the robbing tattoos where we both get that quote? I'll get Let's Buzz. You get that. No, no, we both need that. No, I'm not getting a fucking Predator tattoo. <laughs> How much are you paying That's... me? $1,000? I don't know. Maybe that'll be like the stakes for the Halloween special this year. How we do a game if you lose, oh, you have God. to get the Predator tattoo. Fuck. Um, they rappel out of the helicopter and they find a crash chopper. Billy, who's the Native American on the team, and of course he's the scout. You know, the 80s are nothing but full of cliches. And he's scouting and he finds three skinned bodies hanging from the trees. Green Beret. The do- they're it's weird because they're skinned, but their dog tags are still hanging on their neck. Yeah, and there's also, like, the, I do love that there's, like, the giant pile of organs just laying underneath them. Yeah. <laughs> Billy's like looking at the scene and everything like they were shooting in all directions. They can't find a single track. So was was that a uh, boondock saints? There was a fire fight. Yeah. Well, and also like immediately right there, he goes, there's no tracks, but something happened. Cut to an hour later. They finally go, oh, it comes from the trees. It's like, fuck you. You would have figured that out way long ago. <laughs> I, I do love that. we like, it's using the trees. No shit. Yeah. That's not even like a new concept. It's like, I know that. And I'm sitting in my living room watching this. <laughs> they can't find a single track. And then we cut to thermal vision watching them. So we get lots of thermal POV from the Predator of this movie. Yeah, which one thing I did learn about this movie is like originally the monster was supposed to be a like giant beetle. But it looks so stupid and ridiculous that, like, they shot a couple quick things for it, and then they were like, no, this looks really stupid, so that's when they redesigned it. Did you ever look up the pictures of that original one? Yeah, it's so dumb looking. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's it's awful. It looks like a chicken, and the thing is, like, for it to move, they couldn't shoot it like they shot the Predator, which is someone in a costume. They had to have, like, guys operating it, so you couldn't even shoot it well, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, they got rid of that pretty quick. That is what honestly separates this from, like, a really bad 80s B-movie of, it's the random bug creature that's in the woods attacking you. Like, you know, it's yeah. a really close to Troll 2 if they don't change the creature because at least it does have a cool look to it kind of oh yeah dude i think the predator is one of the coolest looking aliens ever designed like, i love this thing they so underutilize it in this one yeah i mean oh. they start over utilizing i'd say in some of the sequels but well i think i saw predators at the drive-in with my now wife then she wasn't so we didn't watch a whole lot of the movie but I do remember oh, the you, Predator big dogs. Big mistake. 
<laughs> yes, the dogs come into play later, yes. I remember liking that one more than this one. Oh, we'll do that soon, don't worry. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know that. And years. <laughs> where are we at here? They find the camp where all the hostages are and everything, and you see one taken out and killed, and Arnold's like, oh, fuck, like, we gotta move in now. <laughs> um, they start moving in. Dylan almost hits a tripwire. No, he doesn't hit tripwire. He, like, knocks down a bunch of logs and stuff. Mac, played by Bill Duke, who I love, yes. is like, you do that again, I'll bleed you. And I'll leave you here. Yeah, the great Bill Duke, who shows up in Mandy, randomly, to give yeah. Red uh, his crossbow, and then tell him the story the of the biker gang, and then it's like, okay, yeah. good luck. Yeah, Bill Duke's great. Like, he's one of the best performances in this movie, I think. When he starts going insane later, I think it's really good. I have a... Why does he constantly shave his face? I don't know. I guess because he's so sweaty, he doesn't need shaving cream. So, like, I'm going to save money from shaving at home and do it here. But it's just... It's like a constant... It's like a nervous tick. He's just, like, shaving his, like, already extremely smooth face. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I don't know why either. Yeah. It was like a military thing of being clean shaven or something. I don't know. Yeah. But when they start moving in, they have like a water pump that's rigged up to an old truck with the back wheels missing. <laughs> Arnold puts a bunch of explosives on the back of the truck, cuts the pump like belt, lifts up the back of the Did truck. It. Yeah. <laughs> it just lets it go. And it rolls into like the building and explodes. It goes straight. This truck that has no tires, it's just riding on the rims, goes perfectly straight. I even love the other people that w- that are with Arnold are like, what is he doing? <laughs> Dude, and this is where the count of the dead, Brett, oh. <laughs> goes fucking haywire. Like, if it's a gauge, it's just spinning around. It doesn't know what's going on. This was exhausting for me for a minute. This becomes the cliche 80s horror, like, 80s action, like fucking shit of oh there's an explosion and someone does a backflip oh look that guy's on fire running down the road oh look 50 million bullets going into this like entire town thing which i also paid attention throughout this entire movie you only ever see them reload one time are you serious (laughs) one time when they're in the forest kind of getting ready for the predator thing and they all like or uh, shooting, they're like, oh, into the woods later. They reload yeah. real quick right there. But that's the only time. Well, speaking of guns and reloading, so Jesse Ventura, you know, sexual Tyrannosaurus Blaine, <laughs> his gun is not actually a real gun that you would use. Do you know what this is? What well, it's like one of those Tommy, like, giant, like, spinny machine guns that are, like, on the sides of helicopters. <laughs> Exactly. That's what it is. And so the thing is, this thing weighs so much. And this was the first case of it being featured, being carried by a person, which has been used a thousand times since. Like, all goes back to Predator. Like, they had to figure out, and it weighed so much, Jesse Ventura was exhausted from carrying this thing around. And they had to slow down footage of when it was shooting, because, you know, those guns first, like, and it shoots like a thousand bullets. Oh, yeah. So, like... They had to slow it down, like, to make it actually shoot, and it's still shooting crazy fast. Well, well, luckily for Jesse Ventura, whenever his arms got tired, he just hung it on his dick and carried it around like that, and then the dick shot the gun. 
<laughs> Dude, it's so wild. But this scene, like, once chaos goes on, looking at this encampment when they're sneaking up, I'm like, oh, there might be like 30, 40 people here. There's like a whole city's worth once all the shit starts going down. Yeah, they all, like, emerge from, like, underground or something. Yeah, but it's just going nuts. People are running, they're shooting everyone trying to get out, like, they're going through. Uh, we have two choice lines that I love. Um, where Arnold throws a knife or a hatchet into someone and says, stick around. (laughs) When he kicks open a door, it goes, knock, knock, and then shoots two people in there. It's just great. I could watch, like, Arnold just going around killing people and saying one-liners for an hour. And these are, like, Russians or something. They're people that probably don't understand English. They're not Russians. Yeah, exactly. Most of them, the one-liners are lost on them, yes. What the fuck did he just say? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there's not much I can say. There's, um, we do get the, I don't got time to bleed line here. And then, do you got time to duck? That's during this part, too. It just, but the whole, like, you're hit, you're bleeding. I ain't got time to bleed. It's like, fuck you, man. Take two sec. you're just standing there right now. Take two seconds and cover up your arm. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's nasty. You got body fluids dripping on your team. This is also the 80s. Yeah, exactly. Um, But that's all to say there's a lot of it. I can't spend too much time on it or we'd be here for an hour. But then he goes into one room, someone sneaks up behind him, you hear the gun click. He turns around and knocks them out with the butt of his gun, and it's a girl. And thankfully he just didn't turn around and shoot her, since I guess they don't like to kill girls, so he just knocks her out. Yeah, well, this movie also reminds me a lot of Rambo Part 2. Oh, hell yeah. Which, that movie, I actually kind of enjoy more than this one, I would say. Oh, dude, I love the Rambo franchise. All those are solid. But it's, like, the weird thing is, like, it's the guy, like, no, he's in the jungle shooting everybody, comes across the one woman in the entire jungle, and is like, okay, you're with me now. Well, I wonder which came out first. Do you think? I don't know, but yeah, it's both at the same time. It's Stallone, Schwarzenegger, so that makes sense, all that. Oh, yeah, in the 80s, yeah. Yeah, but um, after the fight settles down, Dylan's going through all these papers. He's all excited. He's like, oh, this is great. And Dutch is pissed. He's like, what the hell? There's no hostages. He's like, you just stopped an inv- a potential invasion and all this stuff. Why us? Because you were the only ones who could do it. He's all pissed because they were basically tricked into fighting a war. Yeah, basically, and it was like this huge, like, they were about to attack something, and they stopped it. And so you cooked up a story and dropped the six of us into a meat grinder. (laughs) But it's also like, they're, later on, they're reminiscing, and throughout the movie, they're reminiscing, but, oh, remember that time we killed 50 people and exploded them, and we walked out without a scratch on us, (laughs) ha ha ha, and wasn't that great? Well, I don't think they're against killing, but they just are doing it like when it's saving lives, too. Not just basic war operations and shit, I guess, is their code or whatever. Hmm. They leave, and Dylan's like, no, we're taking her with us. Or I was like, well, you're in charge of her then. Like, that's she runs, you go after her, whatever, like that. But they had to cross the border for pickup, because um, the people from here who got away have probably called in reinforcements, and this area is going to be too hot now. So they got to get across the border. They're packing up, getting ready to leave, and... Mac, at this point, takes a knife out while Dylan's turned around, stabs him in the back, scares Dylan, but it's a scorpion, and he turns around, uh, thanks, and Mac goes, anytime, which isn't important, but kind of comes back into play later on. Right, yeah, I know what you mean. 
also we get another big pussy joke and Billy laughs. laughs. And I love Billy's laugh, by the way. It takes him a second. And he looks so angry then. Whoa. <laughs> it is. It's 100 percent It comes back later, Which, too. Again, yeah, something else that'll come back later. And they're all being watched. And after they take out the Predators walking around point of view cam, he picks up the dead scorpion and he's looking at all the, the dead bodies and he repeats anytime in the Mac voice because he has like can mimic voices and repeat and stuff like that. So the Predator's whole thing here is just like, I'm the best hunter there is and I want a challenge. Yeah, he wants to take out the strongest that he can find. These guys just took out an entire village of people armed to the teeth and everything. There's my challenge. That's the trophy I'm taking back with me. Okay. Also, did you, like, Predator has, like, all these skulls on him, like, on his thing, but he also has, like, tiny little skulls of, like, it looks like he killed a mouse and was like, yes, I will add this to my collection. I think those are things from other planets, because to jump to Predator 2, we see the inside of the ship, and there's a bunch of different types of skulls and stuff like that. So, like, on that planet, that tiny creature is actually, like, amazing. <laughs> Probably, it's a warlord, yeah. Okay. Um, our crew's going out. Um, the girl attempts her first escape by throwing a bunch of leaves, and it works too well for her that that can almost get her to get away. Oh yeah, these like hardened like military men who just took out all these people. They're like uh, experts in stealth and what, and sneaking up on people. And like, yeah, they're taken out real easy by this like woman that's just like, oh, leaves. Ah, I'm distracted. <laughs> Not the leaves! <laughs> Billy's acting all skittish and something. He knows something's out there, but he said, I guess it's nothing major, but he knows something's watching him again. Um, the girl makes her second escape attempt with a branch this time. Hawkins chases after her, catches up to her, but then he is killed, stabbed by something invisible, and taken away by the predator, drugged back. They follow the blood trail to a bunch of guts, but no body. They ask her, and the one guy, Poncho, can translate, and she says, the jungle came alive and took him. Which reminds me almost of, like, the evil dead of, like, it was, it was the forest, Ashley! Yeah, exactly. It's just cool, like, they just, like I said, go back and find a pile of guts, and it hasn't been long. It's been 30 seconds. Yeah, and he's already guts. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, spread out, we're gonna search for the body. I like this shot a lot because the camera starts panning up, like up the trees and leaves and stuff, and you see a little bit of blood more, 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 more until it gets up to the top, and you see like the predator with the dead body up there. Right. Yeah. It's a, he likes to hang them up like serial killer style of like, okay, they're going to run by, and then I drop the body and they scream. Oh, you know, Friday the Thirteenth style. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all looking around, and the shoulder cannon shoots straight through Blaine's chest. He's down, and Mac looks up right after that and sees, like, the still camouflage predator, but sees the eyes glow a little bit. Starts firing into the jungle, and I love this so much, because he just starts screaming and shooting. He's like, Sergeant! And then everyone, like, gathers around him, and it's not like, what's going on? They're all like, yes, I'll shoot our guns at the same time. <laughs> no questions asked asked yeah exactly like who are we shooting at where are we shooting towards no just like yeah and even like coral weathers runs up like 
a 30 minute, like 30 seconds later. And it was like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) After all the dust settles, what happened? I saw it. That's the only explanation we get. They start setting up defenses, tripwires, mines, the whole shebang. Well, also, like nothing's getting through here. Right here, they they say they searched the entire area, and they didn't find any traces of a body or blood. But the woman walks up and, like, finds the blood immediately. The predator's blood. Yeah, the glowing green blood. Yeah. I don't think she knows who to trust or anything, because obviously she's a hostage to these people. Does she want to tell them or not? No, I'm saying all these, like, extreme, like, they're supposed to be the best of the best military guys. Didn't find the fluorescent glowing blood when they're supposed to be looking for, like, broken twigs to see which way someone went. That is fair. Yes, that is a valid (laughs) complaint. I, I can't I can't defend it for from you. Yeah. Even Billy, where he was like so hardcore of like he's staring off into the forest earlier, being like, I feel like something is watching us. But he's looking into nothing, but he senses like there's something out there. Even he doesn't find the blood. Yeah. It's I don't know how. Maybe they're looking for red. I, that's the only thing they're I like, can say. Hmm, <laughs> not glowing green. That's not red. Someone must have woken a glow stick. Clean it up. Let me look for a clue. Funny you say that. That is what they used for it. Only problem is it was so bright out that it didn't glow too well. So it's a mix of practical and the digital touched it up too to make it glow a little brighter. But it was glow stick. And then they do that too with the uh, the heat vision. No, the heat vision was interesting because they couldn't just use a thermal camera because a thermal camera doesn't really go on to film the same way a regular camera does. So they had a special lens made that like had a kind of, I don't know how to describe it, almost like a mini thermal camera they shot through with okay. the regular camera. It's actually pretty cool the way they did it. Okay. I, I'm not describing it right, I know, but like if you ever look up some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, it's really neat. Trust me, I won't. I know you won't, but <laughs> listeners. This is the last time I ever have to watch this movie. Oh, but when we do two, you might want to refresh, just in case. Oh, did, why would we ever do two? That two has to be oh. even less of a horror movie than this is. But now that you've said that you like Predators, we have to do two to get to there. I didn't like Predators. I said it was better than this one. That's all I'm saying. We'll get there eventually. Like I said, they set up all these, like, mines and tripwires and stuff where they say nothing's getting through here without letting us know. Mac leaves his flask with Blaine. They were obviously, like, closest out of everyone. Like, they were, like, legit friends outside of this and everything. Yeah. And this is where Mac starts going insane from this point forward. (laughs) Um we cut back up to the trees and we see the predator fixing its wound and it's our first real reveal of the predator, not face or anything. Like he's still wearing the mask, but all that stuff. It's like stitches himself up and shoots it with something and roars in pain. And they don't seem to notice. Well, they all look for sure. They're all like, okay, what the fuck was that? Also the, we finally get a look of the predator and it's not just the bad, like, invisible predator that's like a shimmery see-through thing that is a horrible effect oh it doesn't hold up well at it's all it's terrible it? no it definitely doesn't now that like i mean we watch movies like this all the time so i never hold that against but legit no it does not this one i will <laughs> a lot of times I'm, i know you will i'm very easy to like look past and i'm like actually i love that kind of thing this movie no <laughs> Brett, you can't worry about that. It's all about the big picture. Oh, yeah. No, that Ed, an Ed Wood movie is a 10. <laughs> I'm going to use your lines against you. Uh-huh. There is no big picture here. 
Yes, there There's is. There's no story. It's a, hu- it's a huge picture, or else this cast would have been in it. It's a huge, muscly picture. <laughs> that night, Mac is on first watch, and he's just losing. He's talking to himself about memories oh, of Blaine yeah. and everything. They, I love Mac is going nuts, and they all regroup. And they're like, okay, we know you're having a hard time. You have first watch, and then you can go to sleep. Yeah, maybe not the best move. Yeah, maybe let him rest first. Yeah, you'd think so. But the flare goes off, and Mac takes off after this. <laughs> I'll kill you! I'll kill you! He's jumping on something and stabbing it. You hear it squealing and making noise. He's killing it, and it's a wild boar. And they're like, you killed a pig, Mac. <laughs> and like this guy who clearly just went insane and stabbing something to death and working through rage, they start like making fun of him right away for it. Because he's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but then they get back and Blaine's body is gone. And they're like, what the hell? Because nothing else set anything off. And like, they didn't attack us. They didn't take any of our weapons. They just took the body. And this is where Dutch comes to the expert conclusion of he's using the trees. Yeah, finally. They question Anna again, because we learn her name's Anna here. And all of a sudden she speaks English, and they uncuff her. She says how she found the blood on the leaves, and we get the line, probably the line, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah. (laughs) They start setting new traps for the trees this time. Like, I honestly don't know what these are. I tried figuring out, how does this work? And I'm like, you know what, I don't care. I'm never going to figure out how this works. It's just a way to get, like, a shot of them all pulling down a tree together. It was so, like, like look how strong they are, and they're working as a team. They're all bros. <laughs> the only thing that would have made this scene better, Brett, is if they had some, like, new wave music going on, and, and like, a montage of them setting the traps for the Predator. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's walking. Da, 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 as they're, like, pulling these trees down among their dead friends. Body talk, you get the yeah. <laughs> See, that would have been great. <laughs> well, they're all waiting. We get Max shaven really tight this time. Breaks a razor and shit. Oh yeah, he starts making himself bleed and then breaks the razor. It's also those like extremely cheap like dollar store razors that cut your face to shit. Oh yeah, dude, I haven't used a razor in years. I just use slippers now. I don't care. That's all I do now too. <laughs> Anna gives the backstory about the Predator. She's like, on the hottest years, it shows up. And they found, like, the strongest men in their village who went missing without skin, like, in the jungle, like, would just disappear. So they've been dealing with this thing for a while. It comes to hunt, like, areas where there's stronger people, you know, stuff like that. Well, that's what I want to know. Is it just going to this one area over and over again? And it's like, okay, I guess I'll go take care of this weekend's real quick, like, hunt. And it's like, oh, shit. I ran to Ar- ran into Arnold Schwarzenegger and like Carl Weathers and uh, B- Bill Dukes out here. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's like Star Wars where they go to different planets all the time, but yet we always seem to end up in the same town. Yeah, they're always on Tatooine. Yeah, but like the Moss Eisley Tatooine, not the rest of the planet, just the one place. Oh no, they, it only has one city on the entire world. <laughs> yes, exactly. But they're all waiting. They think they might hear something. Dutch leaves the cover to lure it in. And it's right behind him when it goes off. But it's caught in a net. Pulls it up. You hear it make noise. All the leaves go up with it. But it frees itself. They start setting all the traps off. The one guy, Poncho, is injured by their own swinging log trap. (laughs) You know, again, to bring Star Wars, like, at the end of Return of the Jedi with Ewoks is what they're doing, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, basically. It's like, everyone here saw Return of the Jedi, right? We're doing that. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it starts getting away, and Max just after it. I'm coming to get you! And then Dylan goes after him, and the pursuit is on. Dylan catches up to where kind of Mac is, and he's like, over here. Over here. I think this is Predator right here, because he keeps repeating the same thing. Yeah. Like, oh, he's luring him in. That's what I thought, but, too. No. I thought it was him mimicking, like, the voice of, like, oh, no, don't fall for that. But he walks over, he gets with Mac, he's like, see? And they can see it's silhouette up in the trees, and they split up, they're gonna cut it off and ambush it. But Mac's crawling through, like, some roots and trees and stuff, and you see the three-dotted laser just work up his body. <laughs> like, just straight brains him. I love this shot, though, like, of the laser going through his brain. Well, it looks like his entire head explodes. And then you yeah. cut to it later, and there's just some blood around him. It's like, no, he should be missing a head. Yeah, we see a skull later, too. Yeah. Dutch, while this is going on, Dutch, Anna, Billy, and Poncho are all moving forward. Dylan is trying to creep around to the back, and he sees Mac's body, but then hears his voice, anytime. Turns around, he sees the Predator, he starts shooting. He has two guns, by the way, and his arm is, <laughs> his one arm is just shot off by the laser, and the Predator runs up to him, knifes him in the chest, lifts him off the ground, and kills him. Well, the arm hits the ground, and the gun is still <laughs> shooting. <laughs> yeah, dude, I always remember that shot, though, of him yelling and the arm falling and still, like, bouncing with the gun and everything. That's what, uh, Carl Weathers was at a con we were at just a couple years ago. It's like, take him a severed arm, like, will you sign this? <laughs> yeah, except he was one of those guys who charges more if it's not just, like, a, a flat item. I'm like, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, like, boxing gloves were, like, 350 yeah, it's insane. Dude, I, like, Rocky wouldn't even be in, like, my top three things I'd want signed with no. Carl Weathers. But uh, the main crew hears the scream, and they're all crossing this log bridge. They're across uh, Poncho, Arnold, and Billy, and Billy stays behind to fight the thing. Real badass moment, you know, he cuts his chest with the knife, takes oh. his shirt off. You think it's going to be a giant thing, like, uh, Friday 8 moment here? Yeah. But we don't see Ava. We just hear him scream. It didn't buy them any fucking time. I don't even think Predator stopped. He's running, like, <laughs> knifes him, drops him, and keeps going, I feel like. It was such a letdown of a thing, because, like, Billy stops on the log, he drops both of his guns, he takes off his vest, you know, he takes out his machete, like you said, he cuts his chest, and he's like, I'm ready. And then, like, all you hear is, like, Rah! in the background. It's like, that's one of the scenes which would have been a cool, like, oh, like, him versus Predator. Even though you know Predator's going to win. Have that real quick oh, yeah. back and forth. Why was this always the cliche of, like, the one tough guy, like, always staying behind to fight the thing. You go, I'll buy you some time, and it never does. But you know what I mean? That's always the fucking cliche in everything. It's always like, yeah, you go on, I'll buy you some time. But the people that he's trying to buy time for never actually run. They run, like, four feet away, watch all of it happen, and then wait for the killer to start coming towards them again before they run. It's like, you yeah. just wasted that person's life and what they were trying to do. Thankfully, this is one of the few movies where they don't like, okay, see you, Billy, and they're still moving. Like, they hear the scream, they stop for a second, then it's like, oh, let's keep going! Uh, the other three stop for a second, and Poncho's lasered, he's dead. And then it's just, Anna and Arnold left, and what do we hear? Got to the chopper! Oh my god. Well, Poncho, he, um, he's, like, injured, and, like, on Arnold's shoulder. Arnold's carrying him. 
Predator just takes him out, even though earlier they, he was saying, like, the reason why he's probably not going after Anne is because she's not armed. She's not a threat, yeah. But how about this guy that is, like, seriously injured and, like, all of his ribs are broken? But why is he injured? Is because he was already going after him. So this is him finishing the job. He's already okay. hunting these ones. Okay. So that's the difference. It's not like he found this guy this way. Like, he's still one of, like, the elite killer things. So right. that's what I can... I'll cut this one slack on that. Okay. But Arnold's running. He tells Anna to get to the chopper. <laughs> and Predator's closing in. We see the first the POV shot. And Arnold falls off a cliff into water. And then over another waterfall. <laughs> and he makes it to this very muddy shore. Um, I also want to point out that, like, during this scene, I can't confirm this is true. I've never seen anything. But you only see, like, Arnold chest up swimming, because I'm pretty sure he's not wearing, like, I think he's probably wearing, like, swimming shorts and not <laughs> shoes at this moment to swim. Because he's actually going down a river, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I bet anything, it's like, because his shirt's all torn up, so that's not a problem. So I bet you he's, like, wearing, like, more swimming style stuff so he's safer in this, and that's why we only see that. It's like the like behind the scenes of like Terminator when he's supposed to be naked walking into the bar, but you see like he's actually just wearing like Hawaiian shorts. Oh, I've never seen that. That makes sense. Oh yeah, it's those Hawaiian shorts with like the SpongeBob flowers all over them. <laughs> oh no shit! <laughs> yeah, but he makes it to the super muddy shore. That's important, and then you hear a splash behind him. I actually love this shot. You know, he's just been through hell. He's like barely pulling himself on to the point his face is literally falling in the mud. And then there's just like a predator cannonball right behind him. Arnold rests for like ten seconds. He gets like ten seconds of a rest of like, oh my god, maybe I can stop for a minute. Nope. Yeah, and the Predator's camouflage is damaged from the water, I guess, so we get full-on Predator reveal here, like, the best probably we see in the movie till the end, and Dutch is pulling himself back, ready to die, but it can't see him, because he's covered in mud. Right. And then, it shoots this possum or muskrat type thing, <laughs> thinking it might be Dutch, and then leaves, and Dutch realizes how it sees, because he realizes the mud all over him. Right. Uh, what do we get? We get him just setting traps? I said that a lot, haven't I, today? Well, that's there's so much of the... I was watching this being like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. There's no real story to talk about. It's just, yeah, they ran around the jungle, and then the predator attacked. They set some traps. No, he didn't fall for it. They did the same thing again. <laughs> it's glorious, isn't it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Dutch is setting the traps and preparing for the fight... The Predator's removing the skulls and spines from the body and cleaning them <laughs> off and everything. Dutch is reapplying his mud mask and <laughs> lights, lights a torch and yells like with the greatest Tarzan scream in the world that I will not attempt. And the Predator hears and starts heating up his blades for the fight. Oh, come on. This is your big moment. This is the moment. <laughs> I've done enough Arnold's voice. <laughs> I can't do it. But also, but, like, I like to think there's some woman out there being like, do you know how much that mud on his face costs? His skin is going to look exactly. amazing. Oh, I bet. Well, I don't know. He looks like fucking hell by the end of this movie. <laughs> but Oh, my God. I, I love, like... Yeah, the very end of this movie, he looks like a corpse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to the point, I'm like, do I put him on count of the dead? They <laughs> found his body. Yeah, he's going to die? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he lights the torch and yell, Predator's gearing up too, and Arnold lights this big fire, and he's hiding in a tree, and the Predator, who's now camoed again, 
crawls right past him, almost onto him. He's looking around by the fire. Arnold hits him with, like, this bomb arrow he made out of, like, gunpowder and leaves and a bow. And that knocks out the Predator's camouflage. And, I mean, this is just a giant fight for a while. It's a few notable moments. Follows the giant green blood trail at one point after that. And then he catches up to him and he starts beating the fuck out of him. The Predator just killing Dutch. Arnold doesn't stand a chance. And then what does he do? He stops and takes off the mask, takes off his shoulder gun. He's going to beat him old school style. Well, it is like that thing of like, okay, I've kind of met my match. Like, you are a worthy opponent. I will make this fair. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, this guy's taken him probably further than anything has yet. You know what I mean? Like, look how quick he disposed of every other person he's come into contact with. Which, if Earth is so easy for you, why do you keep coming back here? To try to find... I bet you they, they find an Arnold every few years. Well, There's one guy that makes it worth it. Why are you dropping off in the middle of the jungle? Drop off in, like... Arnold's from Austria. Drop off there. Where's other big Muslim people from? Miami Beach. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Where Arnold will also be. Yeah. <laughs> he takes off the mask, the shoulder gun. We get the... You are one ugly motherfucker line. Oh, yeah. I just want to talk about that for a second. Um, Mortal Kombat, I think it was 10, the game. Predator was one of the unlockable characters. There is this character called Aaron Black that he shot, and whoever you were fighting's name would be etched onto the bullet you'd see in slow motion. And when you'd fight Predator, when you'd shoot, it would just say ugly mofo <laughs> on the bullet. That's funny. But it is kind of like seeing what they originally thought for the monster and what it turned out to be. It is a cool looking thing. You almost just wish you saw more of it in this movie, you know? Yeah, I think the thing I like about Predator 2 is what I like about Jason also as far as the design goes. Because Jason, you know, he has this real sleek hockey mask. You know, it looks really cool and everything. And then you take it off, he's just this fucking hideous, like, monster underneath it. And that's the same thing with Predator, you know what I mean? He has this real cool, like, sci-fi, slick mask, cool eye slits and everything. You take it off, it's just this vagina face, like, (laughs) tooth, nasty monster, you know? Yeah, with the weird, like, two teeth that are sticking out of the jaw that, like, moves oddly. Yeah, exactly. And, like, apparently that was really hard for them to operate. But I love those 80s, like, where, like, we have 18 remote controls on this thing that someone's wearing on their face, like, effects. And this is one of those. Yeah. But the fight continues, and it's still kicking Dutch's ass. He crawls to the spike trap in between, like, two rocks, like, for the Predator to come in. And he's going to kick the thing to drop the spikes on it. He's like... What are you doing? Come on! Kill me! Do it! Do it now! And Predator isn't stupid. He looks at the spikes. And I like to imagine, he's like, fucking for real, dude? This is your plan? <laughs> like, yeah, you thought, like, he's like, I thought you were going to be all wrapped up in the moment. I didn't think you were going to look into the small details. I'm sorry. I should have done better. <laughs> I love he's like, well, I can just walk around. And he starts oh, yes. walking around. I, I love the look on Arnold's face here, too, like, Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Well, because earlier, they were, like, when they set up, like, the kind of clearing in the jungle of, like, oh, this is the only place he can come through. It's like, no, he can come from anywhere. Yeah. I don't know why they think that, but that's they were right, I guess. Sure. But For movie? 
there was a bonus log trap that we didn't see oh, that gets yeah. the predator when he comes around. The I guess this was a fail safe that the spikes didn't work. The, someone with a chainsaw came into this jungle, chopped down one tree and cut it perfectly, and then left and just left it there. It is an insanely well cut like log, isn't it? Or is it just Arnold punched it and he's just the muscles made it do that? I mean, I can buy that to be honest. If you told me that, but yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> It drops on Predator. Arnold goes down, is about to bludgeon it to death, but he sees it's already dying, like the log's right on its chest and everything. What the hell are you? And then, oh, what the hell are you? Repeated back at him. And this scene's so cool. I don't know. I just like oh. the fire burning, the Predator dying and all this. And then takes out his like wrist thing and types in a bunch of things and sets the bomb and starts doing the Billy laugh. And Arnold realizes what the hell this is. Number one, that he should have just taken the predator out immediately. It just killed all of your friends. Like, yes, it's going, it's going to yeah. die, but smash its head with the fucking rock. I mean, but think like if you actually saw this thing. Okay, let's say me, you, we'll take K, Razor, Rub, P, Maxwell, Corey, Brandon. You know, we're all out. Alien starts picking us all off. You're the last one left. You somehow make this log trap that attacks the alien. <laughs> And you go down there and you see this fucking thing. Wouldn't you be taking a minute to be like, oh, what the fuck is this? Oh, no, I would be going nowhere near the thing then. I would just be running away screaming in the opposite direction. (laughs) (laughs) I do like picturing this now, you. You holding up the torch doing the yell to fight the alien and everything. I'm like, ah, no, that's not good. Uh, ah, no, more manly. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he sets the bomb, and he's just doing the Billy laugh like crazy, and Dutch starts running the opposite direction, because Predator's dead no matter what, so I'm taking you out with me, motherfucker. And then there's a whole, like, a mini mushroom cloud goes off. Then the chopper sees that, and Dutch is picked up by the chopper with Anna, and... We see him in there. He looks like death warmed over, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks like they found his corpse. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's breathing. He's alive, but barely. And that's the movie, and we get credits, but I need to talk about these credits. Oh, God. The the 80s sitcom credits? Oh, yes! Why did they end Predator with sitcom credits? Too many cooks die. (laughs) If you guys don't know, just Google Predator credits. You'll think it's fake, but it's real. But it's still set to, like, the Predator themes. Like, the, like, dramatic, scary music and everything. But you see, like, everyone, like, dude, serious. Look at the camera. Do that, ah, you thing that everyone did for some reason. Yeah, doing, like, they smile or, like, they do, like, their character thing. Except for Arnold. He just turns around and looks shocked. Yeah. (laughs) But I gotta say, the Predator is just... He knows he's beat. If it's all about the sport of the thing, he should go, okay, I was beaten by this other creature. Not, okay, fail safe, I'm taking you out with me too. Ha ha, I cheated. Well, I think that point, it's not like what he's supposed to. I think he's just fucking pissed. Hey, fuck you. Yeah. I was just supposed to come here and hunt some humans and now I'm dying? It's just another reason why I'm like, oh, the predator sucks. If you want the lore, this was a very young predator. This wasn't even a seasoned hunter. Oh. So they're deadlier later on. It's the Kurt Cobain of predators. That's why it killed itself. Yeah, he's the 27 club. (laughs) 
Dude, I can go on about like Predator deep lore and everything for an hour if you want. We we can do a part two to this. No, no, no. That's the movie. Yay! <laughs> Are you sure? You want to end it there? Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Dude, this movie's so fun. Oh, one of the stories, which doesn't have anything to do with anything, but I just wanted to tell it because I thought it was funny. Um, when they were getting fitted for their costumes and everything, Jesse Ventura was in there and they're measuring like his arm and everything. And the guy measuring it says, wow, your arm's one inch bigger than Arnold's. And Jesse Ventura, uh-huh. like, it went right to his head and everything. And then Arnold later bet him, like, hey, Jesse, I'll bet you a bottle of champagne that my arm is bigger than you. And Jesse just learning this, like, oh, yeah, definitely. And Arnold told the wardrobe guy to tell him that. And Arnold's were bigger. And then Jesse had to buy him that. But that was just a fun little story <laughs> that I thought. That's hilarious. Arnold was having fun on set with all these people, apparently. I even love the actual people are just like, oh, my muscles are bigger than yours. Nuh-uh. Oh, you're not joking. They woke up every morning at the hotel and would go work out, except for Carl Weathers, because he was too shy to do it with everyone else, and he would go at night, like, when everyone else was sleeping. <laughs> um, there's a bunch, like, this is a miserable shoot for most of it, because, like, oh, it, it looks was like so it. hot. Yeah, like, a bunch of them got, like, diarrhea bad from dehydration and everything and really sick. Like, it was a pretty miserable shoot. And the last fun fact I want to leave us with, do you know Jean-Claude Van Damme was originally supposed to play the Predator? Really? Yeah, but, like, he didn't like that he wasn't seen and he wasn't good because it wasn't really, like, a kung fu thing, like a martial arts thing. So it didn't work well for him, so they got rid of him and got the dude from... Harry and the Hendersons to be the predator. Oh, okay. I know that the guy wasn't he like over seven feet feet tall and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. What your Harry and the Hendersons? I love that movie. Oh, that is a fun movie. But like, I always like when people are like, "Oh, it's just a dude in costume." I'm like, no, because I think people. You know, I talk about Jasons. I talk about yeah. Leatherfaces. A lot of people just write it off as people in costume. But I think people like that really bring something to characters they're playing like that. Yeah. But that's the movie. That's Predator. All right, let's get in the count of the dead on this fucker. <laughs> let's count to this fucker. <laughs> All right, last episode we did was Dracula, which left us a count of the dead of 1,064. Bre- where do you think oh Predator brought us? Seven. You want to go seven? Let's go seven. <laughs> not even trying. <laughs> you got to guess. You know it's not seven. Uh, 85? You want to go 85? Yeah. Okay. So, it did not hit 85. Okay. But it did hit 55. Jesus. (laughs) With 50 of them basically being the giant fight scene and before. Oh, yeah, the giant 80s movie fight scene of explosion, person doing a backflip. Yeah, and then after that, it was just the crew getting taken out. Yeah, 55 brings our count of the dead up to 1,119. All right. Well, every week Greg does this count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. And I do my ratings from, usually it's Dimension Z, but that'll be back next week. Um, No, I don't deserve it. <laughs> no, I give you extra thunderclaps. They're going to get mad at me. This time. They're going to get mad at me. <laughs> The council won't like this. Um, so I take the movie and I rate it 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. And I take something from the movie to rate the movie. And what the fuck would be good for this one? <laughs> um, I stopped guessing. Because I, what was it? 
I, I don't even know what anymore. <laughs> I think it's Army of Darkness. I'm like, oh, boob sex. You're like, Ash kisses. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's what I'm like, I'm like, I don't know anymore. I used to be able to guess what you were going to do for this. I never can, so. I don't know. I guess guns. Okay, we'll go guns. I'll go guns, because there's a fuck ton of guns in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of gunplay <laughs> in this movie. Um, So a number one gun, like the weakest, worst kind, it's like just a squirt gun. It's a water gun. There's, okay. there's not even Tabasco in it, so it's not going to hurt you. It's just water. Okay, so uh, a nice, fun summer activity. A number 10 gun, I mean, it's like the giant gun that Jesse Ventura was carrying around that's going to kill I a agree, million yes. people a second. Yeah, that's. I was hoping you say that would be for a 10. I'm going to rate Predator as a horror movie. No, you gotta rate it as a movie. No, this is a horror movie podcast. Okay, if you wanna rate it as a horror movie, that's fine. Because is that not... Are you saying this is not a horror movie, Greg? No, I am. I'm saying you gotta rate it overall, not just because I've okay. done, like I said, things that most definitely aren't and rated them. O- overall movie, my enjoyment of it, and I can't do a zero, right? You cannot do a zero, or you know I would have given those okay. before. 0.1. Are you? You did not hate this that bad, it's did so you? It's so boring. Nothing happens. Holy shit! It's just they Even run if around. You'll like it. They run around the jungle, then they shoot the jungle, then they talk about the jungle, and then you don't ever really see the thing until like way late in the movie. And then when you do, it's not even like it does anything cool. You realize I was gonna let you go for a long time until I picked Predator Two, and now I'm just angry. <laughs> now I'm like the Predator Two really soon. <laughs> It's just as fat. Like I don't like these kinds of movies. I know, like some people think it's a horror movie. I just see this as a straight action movie. There's no horror to it whatsoever. Like there's not even that much. There's some gore, but not excessive. Well, happy ninety ninth episode, everybody. Sorry, the party sucks so bad. <laughs> I gave it a fucking ten. What did you expect? Oh yeah, I yeah, knew you would. Ten guns. Do you have a goddamn Predator license plate? I knew you were going to give yes, it to I do. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm looking around like, I see a Predator thing there. There's one there that you gave me. Yeah. <laughs> Something there. <laughs> I do not get why Predator gets connected to horror. I do not understand it whatsoever. The same way, like, I don't really understand Alien getting connected to horror. They're sci-fi. I could see Predator I being get Alien a sci-fi action movie. Yes, it is. It is nowhere near... It's not connected to horror at all. It's way over there. But, I mean... And this, I'm just going to pick something like not even like mad, but like just so you could think. like Something like Plan 9 is definitely sci-fi, right? Yes. It's sci-fi I'm horror. Not, yeah. So that's the same with Predator. No, this is sci-fi action. Sci-fi action horror. Yeah. Sure. Adventure. Whatever you say, Greg. Romance. Yeah, it, it, this is more of a romance than it is a horror movie. <laughs> it's a bromance. Blaine and Mac, star-crossed lovers that were cut down in the prime of their life. Anyone mad at Brett, just know I gave this a perfect 10 guns out of 10. I think this is fantastic. So fall on whatever side of this. This has to be our biggest discrepancy in rating I think we've ever had, right? This has started since the very beginning of the show. Before the show, we were having and this also, argument. And also, I didn't know point ones were ever valid. I thought half was our lowest, <laughs> but... 
No, well, usually it is, but this movie deserves it. Okay, well, fine. I don't even have anything coming up that I'd give that low. We'll run into something, I'm sure, one day again. You even, you even give that low to Veronica. I think I gave Veronica a half. Like, yeah, that's what I thought the bottom was. <laughs> All right, so that's Predator. You ready for next week, Brett? Holy shit. Next week now is huge. <laughs> oh, next week's a fucking fan. I can't even fucking try to make you mad about this because next week's perfect. Uh, by the way, next week is episode 100. We've been doing this for 100 episodes, and fuck, if I'm not... I know it's just a number, but I'm oddly excited to get there. Well, because I never thought, like, you. I've seen other podcasts cross 100 episodes, and I'm like, holy shit, they made it. And now it's like, wow, we've gotten to where they've gotten to. It's not one of the podcasts that it's like, oh, it did a few, then it fizzled out and never did anything more. No, we made it to 100. Oh, yeah, I mean, me and you have been doing podcast stuff for a while in various forms. And, like, this one, like, fuck, we made it this far. So what movie would we choose to celebrate 100 episodes with? What is the classic movie that probably a lot of people's first horror movie they ever saw because it's public domain? Whether they actually sat down and watched it or saw it in something. What is every horror host's favorite movie to show? Because it's free. <laughs> What was filmed not very far from us and is our claim to fame in our area for horror. Where did I take my wife on our honeymoon? Where are we going? Probably already happened by the time it comes out. To a convention based around one specific movie coming. Night of the Living Dead. Fuck yeah. Episode 100, of course we're going Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, I cannot wait. I remember being freaked out by this movie when I was little because it happened only a couple hours away from where I lived. <laughs> oh yeah. if And if you haven't seen it, like, I can get it. But go do yourself a favor. You can watch it literally anywhere. It's in the public domain. YouTube, almost every streaming service, whatever you want. Do yourself a favor. I know the black and white thing turns some people off. But I think this one's worth it. Make yourself power through for 10 minutes and then you won't even notice it anymore. Oh no, like, the opening scene of this movie is one of my favorite scenes of any movie ever. And it barely has a zombie in it. Oh yeah, exactly. Which we'll get into way more oh, yes. next week. But yeah, that's what you have to look forward to next week. Please come back for that 100. It's going to be a nice party here. Oh yeah, well, you take us out great because this is your episode. <laughs> All right, well, I hope that Predator has left your brain throbbing with horror. Do you like throbbing with horror? Their early shows were a little too avant-garde for me, but I hear if you follow them on the social media, they do terrific work. You should probably rate them five stars wherever you're listening to them. It makes their show a cut above the rest. Make sure you tune in next week. Wouldn't want to miss another episode, right? <laughs> hey, Paul!